So, uh, what have you gotten involved with on campus? What kind of clubs are you in? You want to join our frat? These are all questions that college students hear every single day. And in this episode, we are going to examine whether or not it's actually worth your time to be a part of something outside of your academics. Thank you very much for tuning in to one of the first episodes of I'm in my 20s and I own a mic. Beginning in the late 19th century, we began to see a trend in higher education that we had not seen before. This trend somewhat focused on the idea that you as a student need to do something more than just academics. The idea was that you needed to be a complete student, meaning that you needed to do something outside of the academic spectrum. This could be anything from being a part of a club to being a part of a secret organization. This trend was most notable at Yale University. At the time, Yale was considered to be the top university in the nation, attracting students from all across the country with the brightest brains and the wealthiest backgrounds. Keep in mind, this is a time period when the classroom was still segregated. Males and females had separate classes, and the male students were expected to go to their father's alma mater to relive their father's footsteps. This is where we see the concept of tradition to start to play a role in the college setting. This meant that if your father was a part of a club or part of a secret organization, that you were expected to do the same. And usually students didn't question that. It was just the norm. And it was all part of becoming a quote, Yale gentleman. In Roger Geiger's 2015, The History of American Higher Education, Geiger writes, the first requirement for success at Yale was conformity fulfilling the local definition of gentlemen, being clubbable and observing student traditions and customs." End quote. Let's now step forward a hundred years to where we are today. Being involved on campus has definitely changed. It's not as much of an influence for being a social status, more or less just to get involved and provide yourself with experiences that'll hopefully help you in the outside world. To better understand the experiences that students have today, I interviewed Amanda Nell, who is a part of the University of Missouri's Career Center. This is what she had to say. Alrighty, so I'd like to introduce Miss Amanda Nell, who is going to be our special guest on this podcast episode. Amanda, I'd like for you to introduce yourself and kind of talk to us what you do here at Mizzou. Sure. So again, it's Amanda Nell with the NU Career Center. I'm Senior Coordinator of Student Services, and I wear a few different hats, but one of those is to manage... Hire Mizzou Tigers, our recruitment website. Um, I help students find part-time employment while they're in school and then manage a lot of our online career services. Awesome. So first question I kind of have for you, uh, just so we have a better understanding for our listeners as well of kind of what students you work with. Do you work mostly in like a one-on-one setting with students, like a counseling group seminar kind of deal? Most of what we do here at the Career Center is one-on-one. Um, so, and what the one of the nice features about our services is that they're walk-in. Uh, so students can drop in at any time between nine and five um, and get assistance from one of, one of our career specialists, whether it's a resume review, deciding on a major, planning on a job search, looking for internships, all that. So um, we try and be convenient <laughs> for students. And so uh, we'll occasionally do some group workshops. We do. We have a pretty robust outreach program, uh, but a lot of the times though, that, that assistance is uh, directly with individuals. Awesome. And we're talking all levels of students here. So freshmen, 
second, third, fourth, fifth, yes. sixth, whatever it might be. Graduate students as well, yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. So to kind of begin here, uh, this episode, we talked about this a little bit too before. Uh, we're kind of talking about the idea of students being active on campus, how that benefits them, and like the resume building, the you know, interview setting, uh, professional development, whatever it might be. Um, so I guess just to open this up, open conversation, what do you see in being a benefit of being active on campus, whether it be, you know, Greek involvement, being part of a club, being in student life, what are these extra things that students can gain from being a part of these organizations? Well, I think first there's a great career development component. So I think when you get involved in student organizations, you learn about yourself, you know, what are things I'm passionate about? Where, what are my interests? What am I good at? Maybe what I'm not so good at. Um, so I, it's a chance to kind of gain, refine skills, things like that. Um, so I think that's an important part of career exploration. My own career path, um, I worked in a, in a dean's office. That's what helped me understand like, oh, I could work on a college campus. There are jobs helping students. Um, so for me, that, ex- that opportunity to get involved on campus led to my future career path. And I think that's true for a lot of students. So I think involvement's important in terms of gaining skills and just kind of figuring out what you like and what you're good at. I think another thing is it, the skills piece is also important because it's a great way to talk to employers and put information and get experience that you can share on a resume and then share in an interview. Um, if you talk to any recruiter, they are looking for what they would call a well-rounded candidate. Mm-hmm. So I have had recruiters from places like General Mills and other places say, look, if my choice is between a 4.0 student that has zero involvement or say a 3.5 student who has lots of leadership experience or involvement on campus, they'll take the 360 that has more well-rounded experience. So that's something that's really valued uh, by recruiters. And so I think that's an important thing too. Um, And then there's just self-discovery. You know, Uh, you find out about different uh, things. There's a social component. You meet other people. Um, So I think it's just an important part of the college experience. And so that's something we certainly uh, promote here is involvement, or one of the ways we define that is experiential learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's through experience you learn about yourself and the things that you like. Awesome. So something that just came to thought, and we talked about that's career development, all these extra things students can gain. I think what happens for a lot of students is, let's say they're in like an engineering major, or a major that you don't necessarily see having benefits from working on these, you know, certain skills that you'll get in student life. Have you encountered students that have that mentality? And like, what do you tell them from there? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's important to get involved because, uh, again, when you talk about skill development, even if you're an engineer, um, you know, the importance of being able to relate with others, or maybe there's a component of that job where they're working directly with clients, you know, um, it's, it's pretty rare um, that you're not going to need a set of sort of soft skills and basic sort of professional development. And I think you gain some of that by just the nature of teamwork, collaboration, communicating with your peers. And again, these roles, you can be doing everything from fundraising to crafting language for, say, an MSA mm-hmm. prop or whatever that is. But I think there are always going to be what we would call a transferable skill, something that you can pull away from that experience that's going to be relevant to that next experience or for that first full-time job. Absolutely. And we kind of discussed this in my classes a bit. And the idea that, you know, a bachelor's degree is very important. It's very important to get your academic standpoint and say, this is what I did at the university. But with growing trends, so many more students attending university going to whatever kind of higher education it might be that the bachelor's degree doesn't hold the same power as it used to. So it's kind of like that idea, like what 
can I do to separate myself from the pack? Yeah. And I think that, yeah, students get this opportunity through student life, through Greek life, like we explained earlier, to kind of like branch out and get these, you know, person skills, these transferable skills like you talked about. So I guess just to elaborate actually on that transferable still idea, what is kind of a general trend you see students gaining from these involvement? Like what are those transferable skills? Sure. Exactly? Well, another perspective of this is to look at, uh, so what are employers looking for? So I belong to an, a group called the National Association of Colleges and Employers, NACE. Okay. And uh, every year they do a survey of recruiters. What are the most important sort of soft skills or things out there? And they highlight communication skills, uh, both verbal and written. Um, the ability to work effectively in a team, <laughs> analytical skills. Uh, you look at all that, those are all things that you can accumulate uh, from an organizational kind of experience. Um, and that's a way to sort of enhance those. Um, and, and some of that you'll get from your academic major. But I think what's nice about an organization is that's an applied setting, meaning that's a place where you're, you know, actually putting it into a, <laughs> into either a work or a collaborative student org environment. And so that's relevant. And it gives you something to talk about in an interview. So when someone asks you a question about, hey, tell me about a time when you had to work effectively in a team, mm -hmm. yeah, you could talk about maybe a team project you worked on in class, but also you could talk about any of your student org experiences and those are going to be relevant um, you know your experiences and interviews and talking with employers don't have to just be employment based um, you know that involvement piece is what's most important candidates are looking for self-aware um, you know students who know how they're going to perform and what where they excel at definitely um, so this next question this is going to kind of be your opinion um, so feel free to answer however you please compared to my old campus I went to Chico State before we didn't have as many programs as Mizzou does. That's just because of lack of the size of the campus, you know, less students attend. Um, so there wasn't necessarily as many programs that you'd get involved in. Whereas here in Mizzou, you know, I've met students that are like, I'm involved in this, that, and this. And there's like six or seven things they're involved in, which is, you know, awesome. It's great for them. But they don't necessarily have, you know, a higher position in said program. Whereas Chito, I kind of had the opportunity to be a part of one program for a while and then like build my way up. And again, this is just your opinion about it, but do you think employers look for more of an idea that you're going to be a part of an organization and kind of work for a couple semesters on end with that or kind of see that you can, like time management wise, you can handle a bunch of different kind of aspects? Well, I think they want to see real experience. I think they want to see a depth of experience. So if, if the choice is between being a member and just sort of showing up for meetings of six organizations rather than being deeply and heavily involved in two, mm -hmm. they're more interested in probably those two in the sense that they want to see that you have demonstrated leadership and true involvement. You know, just, you know, if they're going to interview you and they say, hey, what's been in your involvement at XYZ organization? I mean, if all you can say is I showed up to meetings and ate cookies, you know, <laughs> that's not a lot to really hang your hat on. So I think it really has to do with the depth and sort of the meaning of the involvement that you've had. And for some students, that can mean several from others. That's a couple. Maybe you have less involvement in a couple, but a strong leadership role in another one. I think that's fine. I think the key is that it's, it's just it's meaningful. All right. So what would you say to an incoming student, so incoming freshman student, or maybe to parents that have students going into the college world um, that were, you know, like a rock star in high school? They were super involved, had a lot of things going for them. What would you say to that student or those parents? 
well, kudos, you know, <laughs> they've been involved in, in high school, but we would say don't let it stop there. Um, it's really important to stay involved and engaged. And even for the students who maybe weren't rock stars, now's the time. Um, recruiters are going to be focused on your college record. So maybe if you did something really exceptional as a high school, you can weave that in. But as a graduating senior, you're not going to be able to talk about it's hard to talk about, like, oh, hey, five years ago I did a fundraiser for my National Honor Society. Things need to be relevant and current. So that's why we really talk to students about starting off early. Um, and, again, it's not just to build a strong resume. It's a great way to get connected on campus, to have a meaningful connection with other people, you know, to meet people maybe outside of your major that otherwise you wouldn't connect with. So I think those are all compelling reasons why people need to stay involved and, and do a lot in their college experience. Thank you, Amanda, for talking to us today. Is there any kind of plug you'd like to give to the Career Center at this time? Sure. We're available for walk-ins 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, whilst classes are in session. You can visit our website at career@missouri.edu, or you can email us anytime at career. Oh, I think I said our website wrong, career.missouri.edu, and our email is career@missouri.edu. There we go. That's an easy mix-up. Yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> Thank you very much, Amanda. Thank you. Now that we have a better understanding of this topic, I thought it'd be important for us to hear it from a student's perspective. Currently, I work as the graduate assistant for the service programs in the University of Missouri Student Life Office. I got a hold of one student in particular, Nathan Bauer, who is in charge of our Caring for Columbia Service Day. This is what Nathan had to say. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome our next guest onto the show. This is Nathan Bauer. Nathan is a student here at the University of Missouri. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, kind of tell us what your major is, what year you're in, kind of what you do on campus. Yeah, so I'm Nathan. I'm a senior, 22, from St. Louis. Um, I'm studying biology in the hopes of one day becoming a dentist and going to dental school within the next year and a half. So um, some things I'm really involved in. Um, throughout my past three years, I've been involved with the Center for Leadership and Service, which has kind of transitioned to the Office of Service Programs. So within that, I'm part of um, Caring for Columbia, which is our largest student-run day of service every April, as well as being an ambassador for the office. Alrighty. And I'll say this on Nathan's behalf, but Nathan does a lot for the office. He's basically running Caring for Columbia, which we have 1,200 students estimated to come out to, 1,200, 1,300. So he's not going to say it, but he's a big deal. He's a big deal for this office. He does a lot. Chose Nathan to be on the show because obviously he does a lot within student affairs, within the Office of Student Life, and you said your major is biology. Mm -hmm. So why exactly do you get involved on campus? Um, I think it's really just been a part of who I am throughout my high school career. I got really involved. I was part of Student Council, um, National Honor Society, and then also this program called Renaissance. And so I've kind of just transition that into my college life, I do, like, I just find myself getting bored if I'm not doing something that I love. And so um, freshman year, I really found where I wanted to be on this campus by joining the Emerging Leaders Program, which is part of our office at the time. And so they really transitioned me into this, like, leadership role that I really wanted to take on while I was here at Mizzou. And people ask, like, why are you doing all, like you just said, why are you doing all this when you want to be a dentist? And it's really, it re kind of relates back when people don't look at it this way, but being a dentist, you're really out there helping the community rather than helping yourself. So you got to keep, you got to show that, yeah, you got to be really smart and have good grades and all that, but you got to be involved and show that you do care about the community that you live in and will one day be working in. 
Absolutely. So going into the dental career, I can imagine it's a team effort as well. There's got to be a lot of different components that go into that. Would you say that being involved in this caring for Columbia in your Emerging Leaders program, has that taught you to be more of a team player? Oh, definitely. And so kind of going off of that, like I've really gotten to know like the Columbia community, especially like the dental field. Um, and so seeing that and how they all work together um, kind of shows you that you can't do this all by yourself. Like being a dentist, you have to be able to refer to an ortho, an oral surgeon, an endodontist, periodontist. So that really kind of helps me see that I do need to be that team player and rather than try to do everything myself. Yeah, and to give some insight also for our listeners, Nathan runs meetings every single week for the Caring for Columbia committee. And in those meetings, he's very organized. He's got everything ready to go. Would you say that, you know, being in the student life also, just having this exposure, running these programs, getting to have the opportunity to set meetings, organize meetings, have yourself organized, has that benefited you in your you know, interview setting and the way you look for jobs, connections that you've made in the outside world. Definitely. All the stuff that, like, the Office of Service Programs has, like, helped me do has really helped me further my um, leadership skills, communication skills, um, networking. We've done a lot of uh, opportunities throughout my past three years here with networking opportunities. And so it really helps me to, it's honestly helped me gain public speaking skills to what I will have to use throughout the rest of my life. Very cool. So what is the next step for you in life? What are you thinking? Because you're graduating next spring, correct? Mm -hmm. So this spring? Yeah, so I'll be graduating in May. Um, I'm going to be taking a year off before going to dental school. So hopefully I'll just be going um, back to St. Louis for a couple months working. And then my mom really wants me to go over to Europe and spend a little time seeing some different cultures. Everybody, that was Nathan Bauer. Great dude. Thank you very much for stopping by. Thank you. Once again, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in to one of the first episodes of this podcast. If you like this podcast and you like the idea of what we're going to be talking about, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast channel, give it a comment, give it a rating, and we'll hopefully be coming out with some more awesome material. Until next time, peeps, my name is Davis Palyabeski, otherwise known as Baby Deer. Good morning, good evening, and good night. Reach out and take hold of your